Welcome back, everyone, to another segment of Rabbi Jeff's Pirkei Abashir, where we attempt to understand the meaning behind the instructions of our sages and how it's relevant to our lives today. We do this, of course, using the thoughts of our teachers before us and try to make them applicable to our times. Feel free, please, to contact me with any comments or questions at rjfromlj at aol.com. Today's Mishnah is Perak Aleph, Mishnah Dalet, chapter, chapter 1, Mishnah 4, part 2. So Yossi ben Yuezer, Ish Tzreidah, Yossi ben Yochanan Ishu Shalayim, Kiblu Mehem, they received from them. So the Kiblu Mehem, there is a, um, there's a Machlai of exactly who they were Makabal from, but the, either they were Makabal from um, everybody before them, or they were Makabal from the men of the Great Assembly. And that, that they, they received just like um, Shimon Atzadik was the Mishyare, they received their tradition from the men of the Great Assembly. So Yossi ben Yuezer, you should say the Omer, he says, your house has to be a house, a gathering place of Chachamim, heavy misabeg ba'afar agleim, and you have to sit in the dust of their feet, to have to drink thirstily their words. We spoke about yesterday, the context being, that this was pre-Hellenistic times. This was where people were starting to get in, in, involved in um, and, and to, to become um, enamored with Greek philosophy and with, with Hellenistic culture. And therefore, he was trying to bring them back to their houses of study, back into their homes. But it's, it, it, you have to see this also against the context of the next Mishnah, which we're not going to deal with today at all. We're going to deal with tomorrow. But Yossi ben Yochanan Yishu Shalayim Omer, we said one of them was the Nasi, one of them was the Av Bezdin, one of them was the president, one of them was the head of the, of the court. He said, and these were now the leaders of the Jewish people. They were the political, religious leaders who led together. Yibescha pasuach l'ravacha. Your house has to be open to the street, open to the, to the public. V'einayim, v'einayim, excuse me, b'nei beischa. And poor people have to be members of your household. And don't speak too excessively with a woman. That's talking about your wife. How much more so with the, the friend of your wife. Or the, 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 the wife of your friend. Rabbi said, the person speaks excessively with a woman, he causes um, evil to himself, who both tell me Divrei Torah, and he's mevato from Divrei Torah, Vesofa Yorish Kehanim. In the end, he's going to um, inherit Kehanim. Very, very, very difficult Mishnah. What's difficult about it is not the concept. The concept that goes crazy. We'll discuss that. You'll understand it. Mamish, mamish, you'll understand it. It's no problem. The craziness of this is, is that remember, they're talking to a generation that's collapsing. It's collapsing. And this is what you have to say to them. You know, I was a high school Rebbe. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I guess, you know, relatively old man compared to teenagers. And, uh, and they never, they never related to me as an, as an old man, which was, which was great. I had a great rapport with my, with my students. But one of the reasons I had a great rapport with them is that there were certain things that you, you knew you don't make an issue out of it. You, we're dealing with kids that are minimally religious. We're dealing with kids that are hanging on by their fingernails 
to, to their religion and to the possibility of them staying in learning at any, in any kind of way when they go on to college, because it's all about college. So you, you, had to, you had to look at it and say, what did these kids need to hear? The last thing they needed to hear was drop your girlfriends. That's like, come on. They, they, that's going to put you, it's, it's going to make you old, even if you were three years older than ever. It's, going to, it's just going to put you into, a, into another place. That's not the most important thing plaguing a bacher today is the fact that he has, you know, that, 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 he's, that he's maybe socializing. That's not, the worst, that's not the worst offense. Imagine you're turning to a generation that's collapsing and you're trying to shore it in. So the first rabbi gets up and he says to them, your house has to be, um, yeah, your house has to be a place of meeting place for the sages. It has to be a place where you sit in the dust and you have to drink thirstily their words. Clearly, he was saying that you have to rebuild your relationship with your rabbis. Great. The second guy is saying what? Your house has to be open to the street? No, just the opposite. Your house has to be closed off to the street. You have to make the poor people part of your home? What are you talking about? Take care of them. But don't necessarily make them part of your home. You have to take care of your family first. And don't talk to your wife too much. Oh yeah, that's going to endear a, a, a community, a whole generation. That's going to really be mechazek them. That's going to lift them up. Oh, I can relate to this rabbi. What are you talking about? Why in the world would they make an issue out of that? Okay, that's going to be for tomorrow. Let's take a look at today's Mishnah. At Mishnah Dalit. <clears throat> So let's see the, the Bartanura. Okay, I have not done this yet in all the shurim that we have to learn a commentary inside, but I think that it's very, very important for two of the things that the Bartanura is going to say. Number one, the Bartanura says that Yossi ben Yoezer Ishtreid, and if you can't read it, don't worry about it, you know, just follow me. So Yossi ben Yoezer Ishtreid of Yossi ben Yochanan Ishtreid, I'm assuming you can see my cursor. Kol hatanoim haniskarim beperek zeh. All the Tanoim that were mentioned in this chapter, Zug, Zug, they're pairs. Ploni, Uploni, this guy, this guy. Kiblumi, Ploni, Uploni, received it from the two guys before them. Harishon Mehem Nasi, the first rabbi of the pair is the Nasi. The second rabbi is the Av Bezdin. Nice. Then, Yibeischa Bezvan Bechachomen. Listen to this by Tanura. He says that your house should be a meeting place for the sages. When the rabbis want to gather together, so then your house should be should be the place that they want to come to. That they should say, oh, I'll meet you in such and such as such and such a house. So she'i efshar shelo til mod mehem eze davar chachma. We're going to have to pay great attention to this back to Nura. They should be in your house because it's going to be impossible for you not to learn some kind of wisdom from them. Mashlu mashal, as if you're not going to understand this, the back to Nura throws in a mashal, an example. Lema davar doma. To what can we compare this? A person who walks into a perfumery, right? Walks into Sephora, a big store in America. That place of, of perfume. Even though he didn't pick up one bottle of perfume. 
He didn't touch one item in the store. Mikol makoim reach toiv kolat v'hoitzi imay. He picked up a smell. He picked up a good smell, a good a, a, a good reach, and he took it out with him when he walked out into the street. And when he walks into the street, somebody walks past him and says, "Ooh, you must have just been in Sephora, right?" It, it picks it up and it's on him. Why in the world is the Batanur bringing me a mushal? I'm not silly. I can get it. He tells me if there are rabbis in my house, I will learn something from them. What was the purpose of his mushal? Let's leave it there for a moment. I want to raise a few other problems with this mission. Another problem in this mission is, why not say that, um, that, why not just say that your house should be a makom vad? Yibescha, Makom vad, a place of gathering for the rabbis. Why does it have to be, and this I'll probably answer tomorrow, but why does it have to be a bis vad? You notice that the word bias is repeated in that opening line of the Mishnah. Ye beischa beis vad. Why not just beischa makom vad? Because it's about the vad. It's about gathering in the, the rabbis, you know, having them be in your place, in your house. Why call it a beis vad lechachamim? And what is a beis vad lechachamim? What, 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 is, what is a beis vad? What, that they should have meetings there? How much money this yeshiva gets, how much money that is allocated for that, whether this restaurant is kosher or that restaurant is not kosher, whether the Eruv should be built this way or that way, that's what a base vat means. It doesn't say that it should be a place of learning Torah. It says it should be a place of base vat, a meeting place for the rabbis. Base vat lechachomim. doesn't say lechachom, lechachomim. How many rabbis? How many rabbis makes a base vat? It sounds like the beginning of a bad joke. How many rabbis make a base vat? What does that mean? What would be wrong with having one rabbi in your house? Why a base vad and not just a base bayeshachachamim mitsuyim shon house that rabbis have found there? Why dafka base vad? The Bartanura says tupshatim, and both both explanations are cryptic, right? First, that when the rabbis want, they should come into your house. And then he says that, the, that if, the, if the rabbis are there, it's, a, it's, an, it's impossible for you not to learn something from them. Like when you walk into a perfumery, you're going to pick something off from it. What, either way, no matter what the point is, whether it's a place the rabbis should be comfortable gathering, or whether it's a place that they're sitting there and you're going to learn something from them just being there, why not the Mishnah just say that? If that's what it wants, then just Tell me that that's the way it's supposed to be. Okay, look at the next part, Tenura. In other words, that you should walk after them. Really? Could you look at that again, please? You should sit in the dust of their feet. It's not even sit, be misavik. You should dustify yourself. With the with the dirt of their feet, oh, that means Oh, I would have I would have gotten that, I would have gotten that myself that I should walk after the rabbis. Why says the Bartanura? Because when you walk, dust comes up from your feet. When you walk after somebody, so then you get filled, you you get you get um, um, touched by the dirt that he has raised with his feet. What? It, it, what are you telling me? 
walk after him so that you get dusty from his feet? What Jewish value is that? Pirush Acher, I'll give you a second shot. Sheteshev l'raglayim al ha'aretz, you should sit by his feet on the ground. Shekacha yunogin sha'rav yoshev al-asafsal, this is the way they practiced. The rabbi would sit on a bench, the talmidim yoshevim l'raglov al-gabi karka, and the talmidim sit by his feet on the ground. Again, if you were trying to tell me that I should be walking after the rabbis to drink in their dust, then tell me that. Don't say misabik ba'afraglam, and then I have to figure out like this. Oh, you know what that means, misabik ba'afraglam. Just tell me straight. Why aren't you telling me straight? And then it says you have to drink with thirst. Their words, ka'adam sama, like a person who's thirsty. She shows the te'avam that drinks because he wants to, because he has a desire. The low ka'adam sava, not like a person who's full. Shakats bimizono shemoes. The person who's like every morsel he puts in his mouth, like, because he's so full. But you have to be like somebody who's mamish thirsty. Again, what is the point of Shaisev B'tzama? Okay. To understand this Mishnah and what the mission is really trying to tell us, let's look again at the muscle of the Bartanura. Bartanura tells us that even though a person goes into a, into Sephora, into a perfumery, even though a person does nothing, nevertheless, he picks up the smell. If there was only one bottle, let's say in his bathroom, and he had a bottle of perfume, and he looked at the bottle of perfume, not going not gonna to do anything to him. He would mamish have to take the, the perfume, and he'd have, to, and he'd have to, to do some kind of mice, some kind of action with that bottle of perfume in order to be able to smell but if there's a whole store of perfume, all you have to do is walk inside and you pick up that smell automatically. What Yosef ben Yoezer was telling us, he was instructing us how to be mushba, how to be influenced and affected from the rabbis. Notice, he didn't start off by saying learn Torah from them. He didn't say, which we're going to learn in three Mishnayas, two Mishnayas from now. Make yourself a rabbi, get yourself a friend. He didn't say that. What he said was that you should sit, you, you should, uh, your house should be a base of It doesn't matter if the rabbis are sitting inside talking about how much money is to be allocated to this shul and how much to that yeshiva. It didn't make a difference if the rabbis were talking about how the, uh, what they should do for Pesach, what they should do because of COVID. It didn't matter what it was. But hanging out with rabbis, hanging out with good people, hanging out with people that have their heads screwed on straight and that have an understanding of life, that life is about more than just base material things, being around people that have a certain vision on life, that's step number one. And your house should become a bezvad l'chachamin, meaning a house that is filled with besamim, a house that is filled with spices, with good smelling stuff, with beautiful perfume, so that it by definition 
just being around him is going to have a positive effect on you. He was talking about step number one and how to be influenced by the right things. Hang around them. And when you hang around the right things, by definition, what it does is it lifts you up and it directs you. Then he turns to his people and he says, the same is true by offer. Miss Abek, hang around the, their dust, sit at their feet. Intellectual Torah you can learn from one rabbi. But to be affected by them, to be influenced by them, to be uplifted and directed by them, so there you need to be around them. It's not enough just to, to be around one. It's not enough to have a Rebbe. He's not talking about having a Rebbe. For it's understood you have to have a Rebbe. But we're talking about how do, you, how do you influence yourself? How do you raise yourself? How do you change the direction of your life? You change the direction of the people around you. You hang around the kind of people that you want to become the kind of people that you look up to, the kind of people that have the values that you want to have, the kind of people that have the direction in life that you want to have. Rabbi Yossi ben Yoezer is teaching us because he saw his generation flocking after Hellenists. Even the good guys, even the guys that could have gone in great directions, but because everybody else was going in one way, they were going that way also. To break away from the crowd is very, very difficult. Therefore, he was saying, saturate yourself. Inure yourself. Put yourself inside of this, in Siviva, inside of this kind of atmosphere, and that will have a great effect on you. And then, once you're around them, once you're being influenced by everything that's going on around, now let's learn some real concrete messages. What are those concrete messages? How do you learn those concrete messages? Shoisa bitsamo estivreyam. Samo always implies a sense of lack. I'm missing something. I'm thirsty. I'm, I'm, I'm missing some satiety. I'm missing some satisfaction. And therefore, I'm looking for something more. A person who wants to drink mashka, it's an interesting halacha. A person who wants to drink mashka for its sweetness is not filling a void. He's adding to his pleasure, and, and therefore he's, as, he's adding to his pleasure. So then his drink is not about, it's not because he's thirsty, it's because it's just another thing that's going to please him. Water, in general, is being drunk because it's filling a void. And what's fascinating is that we don't make a bracha on water unless it is, in fact, for thirst. If we're drinking water to take a pill, we're drinking water because of medicinal purposes. So then, you know, a person has to drink a certain amount of water. There's a very big shaila as to at what point a person is drinking now beyond his thirst and is drinking really just medicine, and therefore you would not, you would not make a bracha. Because drinking for thirst, that's the, that's the main thing when it comes to water, that a person is drinking water because he feels a chisar and he feels that something's missing, and therefore he's trying to quench his thirst. Torah, which is nimshal, which is compared always to water, has to be drunk because we feel a chisarum. That chisarum, we feel that something's missing in our lives that can't be filled 
by any other Chachma. And until a person has that sense, that desire, that thirst, so then they're not going to be able to learn, they're not going to be able to assimilate Torah in any other part of their body other than in their minds. When a person has a thirst, a spiritual thirst for the words of Torah, Tzama Lemayim means a Tzama for Torah, so then that Torah can have an effect on the entire being of a person. And until a person gets to that place, it's, it's only going to have an effect on the intellect. You know, there's, we just finished learning the Mishkan um, uh, sections of the Torah. In the Mishkan sections of the Torah, it kept using a word of Chacham Lev, wise of heart. Wise of heart. And it, it kept talking about that the, God would give Chachma to the Chacham Lev. Umar talks about how strange that is, that God would give wisdom to the wise of heart. First of all, what's wise of heart? Second of all, how do you become wise that you then get more wisdom? What's the first wisdom in order to be able to get other wisdom? And why would God give wisdom to the wise? One would think that wisdom would be a much more fitting gift to the stupid. You know, you don't have anything, you get wisdom. You have already wisdom, it's like coals to Newcastle. Why would God be giving more wisdom to those that are already wise? Okay, that's an interesting shadow, which I don't know if I necessarily want to deal with now. But, but what, what, what is the first wisdom that a person has to have in order that God looks at that person and gives them more wisdom? So the Rabbeinu Yainas says something unbelievable. He says it in Pirkei Ovis, in Ethics of the Fathers. The Rabbeinu Yainas says, on Ezeru Chacham, who is a wise person, Adam, somebody who learns from other people. The Rabbeinu Yainas says, do you want to know what Chachma is, what wisdom is? Wisdom is the desire and the thirst to learn. That's what a chacham is. It's not the information you have in your head that doesn't make you a chacham. That makes you a person, an intellectual person, with a lot of wisdom inside, with a lot of knowledge inside. But chachma, chachma is an attitude. It is not an amount of learning, which when I learned that Rabbeinu Yaina, it changed my life. Because it's not about what you know, it's about how you desire to know it. And a person who has, and the Rabbeinu Yaina says it, it's, it's radical. But it's, if a person has a desire to learn, has a thirst to learn, that is called a Chacham. And that's what ultimately, what Yosef ben Yuezu was trying to, to teach us. Yosef ben Yuezu was trying to teach us that we have to, our whole life and desire has to be about Torah. But how do you get there? I can't just tell you love Torah. I can't just tell you desire Torah. I got to tell you to put yourself first in the right atmosphere. Surround yourself with the right kind of people, and you will, by definition, be able to learn from them. Sit in their dust. Just watch them. Drink in their entire existence. Drink in their attitudes. Drink in their outlooks. Now, get thirsty and start to learn from them. That was the way that Rabbi Yaisi ben Yuezer felt he needed to open up his generation. Yaisi ben Yochanan had a different view. And we'll see that tomorrow. Awesome.